I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. If you uh, Today is Wednesday, January the 10th in the year of the Lord 2024. This is Hour 2 of Episode 998 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, by God, you missed a fun hour. You want to talk about talking about a little bit of everything. We had Mike Martin in here. He is uh, Kenston's renaissance man, as I like to call him. Man, we talked about, like I said, a little bit of everything over uh, over the hour period. JFK, the city of Kenston Facebook page. We caught you up on all the sports that is uh, that took place last night. All our hometown heroes, everything that we, we shoved about three hours of information into an hour long period there in our first hour. And, uh, man, it's going to be fun here in the second hour too. Matt Grantham, uh, the head basketball coach, men's basketball coach over at Lenore community college. He's going to be joining us here on our Spence automotive guest line here in a few moments or uh, probably about two or three minutes from now. So, uh, we'll have him joining us here before we do that though. Let me thank uh our good friends over at spence automotive spence automotive is where i get my car service it's absolutely positively where you should go to located at 603 plaza boulevard in the old firestone building next to the piggly wiggly and big lots spence automotive is owned by local sports writing legend keith spence and is open monday through saturday at 7 30 a.m spence automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires too Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires. Tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. Let me tell you something. Uh, you, you know, we've talked about it a lot. You know, Linda and I got married uh, back on December 30th. What We were gonna, we uh, went on a cruise. We sailed out of Baltimore. How does this tie into Spence Automotive? Well, by God, let me tell you. Uh, my, my Mustang doesn't have a lot of trunk space and a lot of space to put anything in it. Uh, and on top of that too, we were taking clay and his girlfriend, Stephanie, uh, up to Baltimore, uh, where we were going to be sailing out of, uh, uh, on a carnival cruise. So we had to take Linda's car. We took it over to Spence Automotive. He squared it away, got it ready, got it road ready. We drove up to Baltimore, drove back, not a problem. And you know why? It was because of Spence Automotive. Thank you, Keith, for uh, taking care of uh, Linda's car. And uh, I, like I said, I can't think of a better place to send you than Spence Automotive when your car is ready, to, when it needs service, or when you need new tires for it. Every set of tires I've had on my Mustang. It's, I can't believe I've had my Mustang for eight years now, but my 2016 Ford Mustang, every set of tires I've had on it, other than the set that came with it, have come from Spence Automotive. That's where you need to go to take your car. Thank you so much to Keith Spence, Keith Spence and Spence Automotive for being one of our day ones, also one of our day ones. Woodman Life, I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for 15 years. I could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for, my wife, Linda Hanks, uh, she's going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just a peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woman Life for sponsoring this Brian Hanks show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared 
at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston. Now, that's beside Highland Furniture and across from Sale Automall. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Speaking of Woodman Life, it just reminded me, and I should have said something about this on yesterday's show, uh, but uh, a passing of a, uh, a Kinston legend here in uh, in our county, in our community, but Eric Cantu, who uh, died a few days ago. Uh, man, I worked with him a lot. With uh, He was a Woodman Life member himself, but uh, worked with him a lot with Freedom Classic and uh, – just uh, a, a good dude, a guy that was really that really had love for veterans. He was a veteran himself, but had love for veterans, had love for our community. Really, uh, he kind of started stepping back a little bit from the Freedom Classic last year, and uh, I can just tell you, going to be very, very super missed. Eric Cantu, rest in peace. I know they just had his uh, funeral on Sunday. Uh, Linda and I were driving back from Baltimore, so. We weren't able to make it to his uh, memorial service, but uh, a true legend in our community, and Eric Cantu, he is definitely, definitely going to be missed. Uh, listen, one more sponsor I want to talk about here, and it's the Rendell Parrot Academy. They are the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in our region. Uh, listen, Parrot Academy uh, is about an 80-acre, has about an 80-acre campus, and it's unique that it draws students from 10 counties, a region about 7,000 miles and uh square miles and uh size listen apa students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 dobbs farm road in kenson ask for david moody tell him brian hanks sent you over there and uh i listen i know david well enough he will i don't unless he's in the middle of a meeting he will break time away, spend some time with you, show him that be- show you that beautiful campus over at APA. And if you want, again, you want to send your child to the best private school in North Carolina, it's right here in Kinston at Arundel Parrot Academy. Okay, tell you what, we're going to get uh, our uh, our good friend uh, Matt Grantham up here on the line with us to talk a little bit about uh, Lenore Community College. They are uh, uh, getting ready to uh, kick off the second half of their season. Uh, man, what an amazing first half of the season, too. I mean, a program that had really struggled over the, the previous, uh, goodness gracious, probably four, five, six years or so, and uh, just got a, a burst of energy in them this year when uh, Matt Grantham joined the program, and he is now joining our show uh, right now. Uh, good morning, Coach Grantham, and Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year, Brian. I hope you're doing well. I am doing really well. I got to ask you, I mean, uh having you know covered lcc for a number of years and uh, and heck i as you know i'm a fan too we'll be there tomorrow night up in the top row the second uh of the second level making some noise up there as you take on wake tech tomorrow night uh how well first before we even talk about the team how was your holiday coach uh holiday was great uh got to spend some some quality time with uh with family and um, with my girlfriend over the break, and then uh, after Christmas was over, got out and got to some Christmas tournaments, tried to do a little bit of recruiting. It, it never stops, does it, the recruiting part of it. I mean, you. Uh, what, I got to ask you, where all did you visit? Which tournaments did you go to uh, to, to find some talent, Coach? Um, I didn't I didn't travel too far. Um, went went to some mostly things in eastern North Carolina, a couple days in Wilmington, went to Onzo County Tournament in Jacksonville. Uh, kept it kept it pretty local, uh, so that I could still continue to 
spend some time with with some family but um got to see some good players and get a list together and you know at our level to you know like you said recruiting never stops but it doesn't get really hot and heavy for us until the season's over so uh just trying to see who's out there assemble some names get to know some guys and um but trying to keep the main thing the main thing right now get ready to come back and and see how the second semester goes for us I know, man. I can't wait either, especially with how hot you guys were in the first half. Hey, you know, and I probably ask you this at the end of the first half, but I don't mind rehashing this question here, Coach Grantham, is that uh, coming into the season, you know, when I saw you back at the ECI back in uh, back over the summer when we talked a, a couple of times in the off season, if I had told you, Coach Grantham, that, you know, going into the Christmas break that your Lancers were going to be 10-3, and three, and just playing as, as good basketball as they uh, played there in the in the first half of the season, how how pleased would you have been if you could have time traveled and seen that you guys were going to be ten and three going into the Christmas break? Uh, I think that would have been a a good goal, uh, ten and three to chase, and um, you know it would have been really hard to do too much better than that, you know a team full of freshmen's not going to win every single night and just keep showing up uh, with that edge and that chip on their shoulders. So I think, you know, the couple of nights that we stumbled helped keep us focused and on track. But uh, I would like to think maybe we got that out of our system. We've grown up a little bit. And, and now, I, you know, I want to I wanna chase them all. We don't want to uh, stumble too many times. But we've got a really tough stretch ahead of us in January. So, um, just hoping that they can they can keep things uh, on the right track and and stay focused and um, really excited to to find out who we are. This how, month. how do you keep uh, the guys focused, Coach? Especially, I mean, when I look, I'm looking at your calendar right here or your schedule. You haven't played since Tuesday, December the nineteenth, uh, following a 190 win at Southwest Virginia. That, like I said, made you guys ten and three. What was your message to your guys following that game and maybe even the day or two after that game going into this long Christmas break, which almost, what, three weeks, almost a month, Coach? Yeah, it's a, it's a long time um, to not play any games, to not see another colored jersey. And, and even, you know, before we came back, it was a long time at home away. Uh, and, and for some of these guys, uh, and, and I, I'll say those are, you know, probably my kind of guys, you know, they stay in the gym because that's who they are and, and they love to compete and they love to hoop. Uh, but I'm sure for a good bit of them as well, that's a lot of time spent at the house relaxing, eating, um, not not doing too much. Uh, so, I, you know, that's one of the things we talk about is I like guys that, you know, if the season was shut down tomorrow, they'd be in a gym somewhere the next day because hooping is what they do. Um but for a lot of our guys, they come back uh, a little out of shape, a little rusty. Um, and so the challenge is not just getting our physical and mental stamina back, uh, but making sure that we're sharp and that we know our principles and we are, you know, locked in on what we're trying to do offensively. And there's just a lot of things to try to pick up and get back to speed in a short bit of time. And it doesn't help that these first two opponents will have played at least four games back from Christmas by the time that we, they play us. So uh, it was a real challenge this last week or so to, to try to get them ready to go. Yeah, and that, I'll tell you what, a perfect segue there. And, again, that voice you listen to is Matt Grantham. He's a head basketball coach of uh, the Lenore Community College men's basketball program, 10-3 and three in the first half. 
But, Coach, you couldn't have said it any better. You talk about a t- – and it's not like you played an easy schedule in the first half of the season either. And you played a pretty doggone good schedule then, but you come back tomorrow night. We're going to break down Wake Tech here in a moment. But then Sunday, Davidson Davey, uh, if I am correct about this, I think Scott Weddington told me this, uh, are they not a top two, top three team in the nation, if not – uh, number one in the nation. And then, as if that's not hard enough, and that's Sunday at the Sportatorium, uh, but then uh, one, two, three, four, five road games from uh, Friday, January the 19th through Saturday, February the 3rd. So, again, two home games against two very good teams and then a five-game road trip, Coach. Yeah, it um... – it doesn't get easy anytime soon. Um, and, you know, that's kind of the nature of college basketball. You know, there's not not supposed to be too many easy nights. But, you know, we come out of the gate here against Wake Tech, a Division One opponent um, that's really athletic and talented. Then on Sunday you got, uh, as you said, the number two team in the country, Davis and Davey. Uh, and then after that we go on the road to Lewisburg, uh, who's top four in the conference. Uh, we go to Brian and Stratton. I think they're fifth in the conference. We go to Catawba Valley, which is a tough place to play, tough road trip, and a place that I used to coach at. So that one will mean something. And then uh, after that, we go to Sand Hills, who was able to beat us in the first semester. And then we're back at Davidson um, again. And then you come off that road trip, you come home to the number three team in the conference who also is one of our three losses. Fayetteville Tech will play at our place. So uh, we got a bit of a murderous row for the next month. Wow. Uh, and I tell you what, we're going to break down some of those even more here in a second. Before we do that, though, let me thank uh, the sponsor, the uh, title sponsor or the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. It's UNC Lenore Healthcare, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenton. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston, for all your health care needs, or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org and again thank you so much beverly jenkins all the folks over at unc lenore healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the brian hanks show and let's get right back into our big interview it is uh, matt grantham uh, the first year head basketball coach over at lcc you know we we talked about the first half and everything but what do you attribute that success to coach i mean again 10 and 3 I mean, we've had seasons over the past five or six seasons where we didn't even win 10 games in the entire season. It's happened several times. You did that in the first half of the season. What do you attribute that success to, Coach? Um, hard work, uh, hard work and character. You know, these these kids have really, really um, bought into to doing what we're trying to do. And, you know, it didn't happen overnight. We didn't all buy in right away out of the gate. And, um and some people, you know, did, just didn't want to live this way, and that's okay. You know, we started with 20, and we're down to 14 now. Um, but with some of that attrition, guys get closer together. Um, guys realize that it, it doesn't really matter your talent level. You're going to have to work, and you're going to have to live right. And um, I think we've got it down to a group of guys that all really believe in each other. They believe in what we're trying to do, 
and they believe that what we do works. Um, and like you said, you know, 10 and three start to win a little bit and you realize that maybe we're on the right track and, you know, we, we didn't all buy in right away, but they started to figure out that I think we are uh, one of the toughest teams in the league. I think we are one of the best conditioned teams in the league. And I think they really take a little bit of pride in the fact that we wear people down and, and we're not any fun to play against. Um, and then also this, this group of kids has tremendous character. Uh, they stay together and stay united no matter what kind of adversity comes our way. Uh, they really keep working. Um, and, and part of that is evident. You know, we had a 3.45 team GPA. Wow. First semester, um, which just speaks to, you know, the, the work these dudes put in on the court, in the classroom, uh, and, and the relationship they have together. But I think that's what a lot of it is, is just uh, we really, really compete in everything that we do in practices, workouts, shoot around, like everything's a competition. And so, you know, when game night comes, they're itching to see another color jersey because they, they go at each other's throats uh, pretty hard in, in practices. And so uh, we try to make it so the game's uh, it's second nature to them. What has practice been like since you got in? And if you don't mind lifting the curtain for us a little bit and just telling us what has it been like since uh, you got back after the holidays? How many practices have you guys had? What have practices been like uh, since you guys got back together here in the 2024 calendar year here, Coach? Um, well, so, you know, obviously not playing until the 11th. That's a lot of time uh, since our last game. When I was looking at, the schedule and how we came out of the break uh, playing against Wake Tech, playing against Davidson. You know, they were – Wake Tech was coming back right after Christmas. They were playing uh, three games right at New Year's uh, and then one more this week. And Davidson started playing, I think, on the second. Uh, and so as I looked at those schedules and realized that the teams we were playing were going to get back to work so much quicker, uh, I didn't really feel comfortable with us sitting around. So we went ahead and came back on January 1st. Um, started practicing ten about nine days ago, um, and when we first came back, we had a couple of guys that uh, either were sick or banged up or got banged up right away getting back into it. Um, and so last week we had a pretty bare bones crew in practice most days. Uh, I think there was one day where we had six healthy bodies, and. Um, True to the nature of who we are, those six dudes absolutely got after it and went to war that day. Um, you know, I remember talking to my assistant coach, Coach Robinson, afterwards, and, you know, we were just sort of tickled to death about the the energy and the competitive nature of a practice with only six guys. I mean, there was we finished that practice with a 20-minute segment where they played three-on-three three full court, picking each other up 94 <laughs> feet the whole way, um, and just really, really competing, and losers had to run. and. Um, those group that goes guys really conditioned hard. Um, one of our conditioning tests that we do at the beginning of the year, we did when we came back last week. Uh, and you know, that wasn't a whole lot of fun for them, obviously doing that in January, but at this point they've figured out that, you know, we're a little different. And if you want to have what everybody else wants to have, you want to win what everybody else wants to win. You gotta, you gotta do the things that nobody else is willing to do. Um, so, uh, there was a lot of hard practices last week, a lot of conditioning, and uh, a lot of ice baths. You know, many things that aren't that but uh, I think we're moving in the right direction. I think they're really excited for Thursday. Well, let's go ahead and break that down. I know uh, the LCC has already been promoting this pretty hard. Uh, of course, we want to have a lot of fans out there. And again, 
you're back on Thursday, then you play on Sunday, then you're not back at home until February the 6th. We really need some fans out there tomorrow night on Sunday afternoon, don't we, Coach? Oh, yeah. Um, the the crowd support has been great. Um, our students coming out has been awesome for us the first semester. But, you know, we're really eager. These guys want to show Kinston and uh, our community what they've been doing and that there's good basketball here. And so uh, we're hoping that um, – the city comes out a little bit. Uh, we're hoping to have a lot of alumni that played here previously come back and watch. So uh, we're excited for the atmosphere on Thursday, but I think more importantly, they're excited for another color jersey to come in the gym and, and to get to get back to war a little bit. Absolutely. And I, one of the things you mentioned there, talking about uh, alumni are going to be back, Dexter Cannon, a Jones County legend, man, uh, Thomas Dawson, Alan Jenkins, Clifton Whitfield, who – when you talk to the folks down in the, in the South Lenora area, Coach Grantham, they'll tell you arguably the best player to ever come from South Lenora, one of the two or three best, Clifton Whitfield. Uh, he'll be in attendance uh, there tomorrow night. Matthew Holmes and then community leaders. I know the mayor's going to be out there. A T-shirt giveaway that the LCC SGA is doing. R&B artist Anisha Renee is going to be singing the national anthem. There's going to be a halftime stage group dance team, a half-court shootout where you can win cash there. You're going to have a DJ in place. Goodness gracious, Coach. Get a little winning over there at LCC. It just becomes a, a, a whole night of activity out there tomorrow night, Coach. Uh, well, there's, it's a lot of hard work by a lot of people behind the scenes um, trying to put this together with uh, my wonderful athletic director, Coach Barnes, with a good friend of your program as well as ours, uh, Richie Honeycutt, and then um, one of our players' fathers, uh, Champ Burton, has been working hard to try to put this together. So uh, really appreciative of those folks and the work they've put in, really appreciative of the people who have volunteered their time to come help. Um, whether it be Anisha Renee singing the national anthem or DJ coming to to do the event, really excited that just so many people are willing to to help and and I hope that it, it gets some people uh, intrigued enough to come out. Um, and again, especially with our alumni guys that have played here before, uh, getting them a chance to to reconnect with the program. Always want them to feel welcome coming back and at games or practices. So. Really excited and, and hope there's a good turnout. I know it'll be a great atmosphere, and I'm excited for my kids that they get this opportunity. And again, it's just amazing that what you've done just in one semester of this program, getting this thing turned around. Now, you do know I'm trying to talk, uh, you know, my, my crew that I have up there in the second level, uh, I'm trying to talk them into painting their chest, Coach. What do you think about that? Would that fire up you guys if they looked up there and saw some fat guys up there with LCC painted on their chest? No, oh, I love it. Bring it on. <laughs> you got to get as rowdy as you want to get up there. Um, I promise you that we uh, we will be excited, and hopefully they'll they'll feed off the energy a little bit. I love it. I love it. Well, I've uh, I've actually uh, warned Coach Barnes a couple of times. I'm like, uh, you know, uh, we we like yelling at the referees, and yelling at the other team, and everything sitting up there or standing up there and all that. And I've, I've asked her what would happen if I ended up getting thrown out of the game. She said. Brian, please don't do that because I'm the one that has to escort you out. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, I think that you and her would uh, <laughs> have a very conversation on the way to the door. Um, 
But uh, if the if the referees haven't tossed me out yet, I think you got a good chance to last. <laughs> Very good. Well, again, as we're wrapping it up here, I just want to encourage people, go out to the game tomorrow night. Definitely go out to the game on Sunday, too. I mean, a nationally ranked team coming into uh, Kenson and coming into uh, – the sportatorium over there, Bobby Dawson Court. Uh, real quick, I, and I, before, I hope you have another minute or two. I do want to ask you, just give us a scouting report on Wake Tech and then give us a scouting report on Davidson Davy, Coach. Uh, well, I've, I've locked in a little bit more on Wake Tech for right now. Okay, um, of course, yeah. Some of Davidson over to break. Uh, Coach Robinson is working on them, and I'll dive into it Thursday night when I get home um, from the Wake Tech game. But uh, Wake Tech's physical. Um, they have lost some of their interior size a little bit, uh, but they've got big guards and they like to post them, um, from the two to the five, they're going to probably be a little bit bigger than us. Uh, they really try to drive it at you. Um, kind of, you know, similar to a, several opponents we've seen this year. Uh, I think as long as, you know, we do the things we're supposed to do and we, we bring a level of toughness like we normally have, uh, it's a game that we can definitely compete in. Um, but we, we're going to have to strive to really be the toughest, hardest playing guys the entire game. I uh, can't have any lulls against this team, and we're going to need to execute. Uh, and then with Davidson, uh, they're a team that has really made their name the last few years in this league off of being really disciplined, really hard playing team that can guard, and they shoot a lot of threes, and they make them at a pretty high clip. And so uh, defensively, being locked in on the scout, knowing who are the guys that can really light it up from three, um, being prepared for some of their sets because they're really disciplined and they execute. And then they uh, they really try to scramble you. They do a lot of trapping um, in the half court and – uh, a lot of a lot of times we don't run two at the ball, and so just having a level of poise and not turning it over. Um, the good thing with Davidson is they're really used to blowing people out every night, and so I think that uh, with a team like that, when they especially when they come into your home court, uh, when you do a pretty good job of showing no fear and staying poised and and you know competing for forty minutes, uh, they're not used to being in too many close games in the second half. So. Uh, we are, and we're used to those battles. And so hopefully, you know, you get late into a game, it's a close game, and we're a little more comfortable in that situation than they are. Um, and if, if uh, you know, number two team in the country, if those implications don't get you excited enough uh, by the looks of the way the schedule is going to turn out, as long as they handle their business on Saturday in a game before us, They'll come in here eight and one on Sunday, and we'll be eight and two. So the the winner of that game should hold sole possession of first place in our league. Wow, man, that is incredible! Uh, again, one last question for you here: It's Lenore Community College uh, head men's basketball coach Matt Grantham joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. How important is it for you guys, especially? And you made the point; you've made it a couple of times that I didn't really realize that Wake Tech has already played four games here in the new year. Davidson Davy will have played a few games. Uh, before you face them on Sunday. How important is it for your guys who have not played now, as we'll say again, for three-plus weeks uh, going into tomorrow night's game, how important is it going to be for your guys to uh, to come out and and just hit, hit the court running uh, tomorrow night, Coach? Oh, it's really important for us and kind of who we are uh, to be flying around all the time, but especially, you know, this first one back, we need to come out with an energy kind of, shot out of a cannon a little bit and and really compete from the jump. I, I don't think that the effort uh, is something you'll ever have to worry about with our guys. 
Uh, I do worry about where our conditioning is right now. Um, and, you know, it's something you'll, you never know until you get into that first game. And uh, we've got a couple of guys that are going to be playing in their first college basketball game uh, this week. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see where their wind is and how they handle that uh, experience. But I think our group is really excited right now. Um, you know, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, those that five, that five-game stretch to close it out, uh, we only dressed nine guys every night. We were um, a little more depleted. We had some injuries, uh, had some guys sitting out till Christmas. And so we were down to nine bodies. And, and those nine, we had a serious conversation with them coming out of Thanksgiving about the need for them to carry us home to Christmas. And then we'd get some reinforcements. And so now uh, we've got more guys back. We're a little more at full strength. We've got some talented pieces that haven't gotten to play very much for us yet that are going to be back and healthy. And so I think that they are really excited to see what this version of us looks like that hasn't been on the court together yet. Um, so I think that there's a potential for us to be a more dangerous team this semester than we were first semester. Uh, but <laughs> we're not, we're not going to surprise anybody this time around. So we gotta, we gotta be ready to bring it every night. Well, I tell you what, I cannot wait for tomorrow night. Like I said, you know we're going to have our crew out there cheering you guys on. And then with everything else, uh, like you said, uh, Coach Barnes and Richie and everybody have, I think it's going to be an exciting night out of, out at Bobby Dawson Court tomorrow night, Coach. Well, I hope so, too. I'm looking forward to seeing you. And uh, like I said, now don't don't hold back, Brian. You guys be as rapid as very good. Listen, Coach Matt Grantham, Lenore Community College, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk to us this morning. Good luck tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow night, Coach. Sounds good. I'll see you tomorrow. That's uh, Coach Matt Grantham, uh, Lenore Community College. I tell you what, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play uh, the birthday game, uh, a very fun birthday game, and uh, we'll come back, and uh, we're going to have a couple minutes after that. We'll wrap up. This Wednesday, January 10th edition of the Brian Hanks Show, right after that. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, January the 10th in the year of the Lord 2024. Jonathan Massey, thank you for holding the four up so I know that this is 2024. Dude, is it just Okay, it's time for the birthday game. I'm Brian Hanks. Yeah. He's John Dawson. That's right. He's Jonathan Massey. Bet. Did I... Okay. You and I are getting so old, John, that I think I, I'm going to know your answer to this. But I'd be interested to know from you, Jonathan. I got to tell you, and this is not an exaggeration, 2023 was the fastest year of my life, John Dawson. And I mean that sincerely. It felt like we went from June to Thanksgiving in like two months. No joke. Um, I keep hearing about the, the as you get older, things start to speed up, but I'm so immature, it hasn't sped up for me yet. Okay. But I do believe it's coming. Now, when I look at my kids and blink, that's that's that part has sped up. Dude, I saw TD number two at the wedding. Yes. You know, she's get, taller than your long-suffering wife now. I know. I've you know I'll you know Dude. one minute we're playing with an empty ginger ale plastic bottle, and the next you know they're getting ready to go to prom and all that so that part has sped up yes dude that is cry that blew my mind mm. seeing her and just real i mean dude she's tall yes i think she's gonna get that from you because you're tall i yeah. think she's gonna get that from you and your side of the thank family. god she's getting her looks from her mom oh, oh you said it brother <laughs> <laughs> said TV the one who hides one. behind the beard there you go <laughs> oh, he's a good looking guy how do you know he's a guy hiding behind a beard 
I saw him in Vegas. He didn't have a beard then. What you do in your personal time is your business. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did Don't I say make it right? worse. Okay, you're right. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Okay. Come on, guys. Let's get this bill passed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. See us personally. I'll be at the Kinston game tonight as they're taking on Southwest Onslow. So, if you want to know about that, I'll tell you what that means at the game tonight. How about that? You should actually watch the special. Okay. It's genius, as most of his are. I love it. I, <laughs> I got to ask you guys. Let me look at your hand. Show me your left hand, John Dawson. I take it off after work, Brian. Okay. Jonathan Massey? Okay. I've been married now for, what, a week and a half, I guess? That's about right. Close enough. Yeah. I, I can't get used to this. I can't right, get I've used already, to the wedding. I've ring, been man. about to explode to respond to this. Okay. I just, well, let, let me say this first. Well, no, I got to let me set it up and then you can respond. Okay. I can't type. When I try to type, I have to take it off because it throws my left hand. It throws my. Tell him what he's doing. He's playing the violin. Yeah. I'm playing the world's smallest violin. Uh, but I can't type with my left hand. I mean, because I'm used to, dude, I, I can probably, I type about 85, 90 words a minute. I'm a And very at least good 30 typist. of them are, mis are spelled correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with the ring, yeah. I'm sitting here and I'm typing, thinking I'm getting everything right, and I look at it and it looks like Latin. Okay. I, it, it just, it is what it is. I can't, so, but I take my ring off and then I'm good. I can start typing. Okay, John, uh, little John over there in the corner, I see you raising your hand. Allow me to retort. <laughs> I will allow you. Go ahead. This is the guy who, when Kenton High wins something, they give him a ring the size of a satellite and he wears it, doesn't take it off when he's bathing. Well, he doesn't really bathe, but he doesn't <laughs> take it off when he should be bathing, types in it, goes swimming with it. No problem. This thing weighs it weighs as much as a car engine. Not a problem. I've got them in here. You want me to break one no, out? So no, no. I've already described it perfectly. You want to try one? On I painted time? a word picture. We're not wasting time today, Brian. That that thing is not a problem. But this little wedding band is screwing him up. I rest my case. Well, I don't type with the state championship rings on. I really don't because I can't, dude. You're right. It weighs about two pounds, so it's hard. When to, you wear one of them, you need someone to help you hold your arm up. That's not that's not untrue either. So, uh, but okay. So, you don't you type? You type at work, don't you? I, I leave the ring on all day. I just take, I take it off when I get home. Okay. Well, how do you? Was it something you had to learn, or? Yeah, you just get used to it. Yeah. I mean, it, it took a while, but you after a while, you don't even after a while, you'll feel weird if it's not there. Well. Uh, it's going to take me a little while to get used to it, okay? Pretend it's a championship ring. That'll help, I'm, that'll I help am you. A, what, it's a life championship ring. We should have gotten – give me it here, and I'll, I'll get a marker and write Nike on it, and that should help you get over the <laughs> So That's pretty good. I'll put the Honestly, swoosh on it. Subconsciously. I was going to ask you, how do you deal with it? I don't even think about it. Like Now, when I first started wearing it, I'm sure I did. I just can't remember it now. But subconsciously – but I'll find myself doing this – if I'm not tired, well, tell them what you're doing. Tell them what you're I doing. I just kind of twiddle it. Twiddle okay. it. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like a, it, it's a fidget thing. You just kind of do this. But I don't consciously think about doing it. The only time I'll consciously think about the ring is if I, if for whatever reason I've taken it off, like I've been doing yard work or something, and I forget to put it back on and I go to do this. Yeah. And it's not there. So then I have to go find it. How long have you been married now? March 21st, 2020, wow. almost four Just years. Just make up something. Okay. <laughs> Just make up something. Have you, have you ever lost a ring? Mm -mm. 
What about you over there? Oh, I've lost it 10 times. Have you really? Yeah, I remember one time. I don't know about 10 times, but I remember one time mm-hmm. you're losing it and you're telling me about it. So, I got to tell you, pray, paid a pretty penny for this thing, okay? I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, or, or the wifey did. Mm-hmm. You know, she paid a pretty penny for it. So, I don't want to lose it, but it's just stressful. I got to tell you this. Played a lot of Texas Hold'em on the boat, dude. Because, you know, we went on a cruise. We went to the Bahamas. And, uh, by the way, got to kind of brag. I didn't win any money. And, well, I did win some, but I ended up losing. But I played for <laughs> six days on $200, dude, the entire time. Now, when you won, you should have stopped. No, because you want to keep playing, you know? No, you want to win. At one point, I was all the way up to, uh, like, $350 off that original 100 So you were $150 ahead. $258. <laughs> so you were $250 ahead. If you would have stopped, you would have won. Greet the woman. Greet the wife. I'm sorry, Linda. <laughs> okay. Condolences. Yeah. Hey. Run. Run. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> but she just brought me some cold water. But what I was doing was yeah, I couldn't even water. play poker. I couldn't even play poker with it. So I would have to take the well, wedding you're, ring you're, you're off, skip, Linda. You're skipping over something. What am I forgetting? You said you, you were $250 up. Yeah. If you had stopped, you would have won $250. So why not just stop and win the 250? Because I wanted to keep playing. That was only like the third day that I was up 250. But there were people coming in and putting $200 in and losing it in 30 minutes or an hour or two hours. And I played. You'd be proud of me, Jonathan. I mean, I played really well. I'd have been proud of you if you hit the 250 and walked away with your winnings. Well, after four days, I ended You'd have bought up that two cheeseburgers on the boat with that. There you go. That 350 went down to zero, so I bought back in with 100, and I played the rest of the cruise on that last hundred. I ended up losing all of it. I think I had a dollar 75 left, and then I, you know, I, I stopped then. But, what uh, age? Now this is why it's good for me not to go to Vegas with you. Why is that? Because as soon as you got 250 up, I would hold a knife to you to leave so you'd have some money that you won. Well, That's it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But uh, but we're tying it into the ring was even the, the guys that I was playing with. Oh, was, did you put the ring on the table when you ran out of money? <laughs> no. But I was sitting there fiddling with it like this. You know, I would fiddle with it, kind of like what you were talking about. But I would take it off, and I was doing, you know, like just rolling it between my fingers and stuff. And a couple of old guys, a couple of different old guys on different days goes, you just got married, didn't you? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we can tell. You're not used Excellent. to the ring yet. <laughs> but uh, there you go. You okay. know where you are? You're, You're in the, the jungle, jungle, baby. Am I going to die? Probably. <laughs> there you go. We all are. Let's play the birthday game. <laughs> oh, God. John's doing his Axl Rose over here. Rolling his shoulders back and forth. Well, the way he, way he rolled his eyes up in his head, I thought he was doing his Ray Charles. <laughs> wow. Uh, we played the birthday game yesterday, the Welcome very first game of 2024. <laughs> and you won in a perfect game, your 14th perfect game of your career there, John Dawson. Yes. Five to nothing. I mean, what a way to start a month. What a way to start the Welcome year. Welcome to Paradise City. I'm just Ray Charles doing Guns N' Roses' greatest hits all day. <laughs> That would have been interesting. Baby, you could be mine. John Dawson. Yeah. Uh, you know who the sponsor is of the birthday game, right? That would be Goeco Technology Service Providers. There you No, singular. Uh, he thinks that's hilarious, though, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. There's more than one person down there. Yeah. I mean, Jacques awesome, but he can't do it all himself, so there's more of this plural. Well, tell us about GoEco. Uh, well, GoEco Technology, Technology Service, Service Provider sponsored this segment, and um, 
If you need some technology provided to you, Jacques can provide it to you with the help of the mm-hmm. staff. That's why I say zzz, because there's more than one of them. But you go see Jacques, and you'll go from driving that busted Pinto to a new Jaguar within about two weeks. Back to you, Brian. Wow. Side note, you know my dad drove a uh, Pinto station wagon for like 20 years. I did not. I'm not exaggerating. So he got the one that didn't explode. <laughs> yeah, but he killed a lot of deer with it. He worked second shift. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, I guess that's funny. But I wasn't even trying to be funny. But, oh, uh, dear. Okay. Dude, I think this is a... <laughs> Daryl could tell you he's killed 10 or, or eight, the, the Pinto's dead now, but uh, he killed 10 or 11 deer with that Pinto station. That is not an exaggeration. In fact, if I remember correctly, that's what ended up taking that Pinto's life was. Well, that's one of Ron White's classic bits, and there are many about his brother-in-law saying, it was two hours before dawn. I had a 30 out 6 with a $10,000 scope, and this bullet travels 9,000 miles per second. And I saw that buck and took it down. He said, I killed one last week with a minivan <laughs> driving 38 miles an hour. That's so funny, man. Yeah. I love Ron White. Would yep. y'all want to see him? You know he's Absolutely. coming. I think he's coming to Durham. I think he's going to that same place we saw Bill Burr at. Would you want to go? I would, yeah. Jonathan? Oh, for sure. I think we got something to work on after this. And seriously, I think he's going to that Durham Performing Arts Center where, uh, but ironically, that's where Linda and her sister-in-law, B.J. Kuntz, saw Sean Cassidy. Oh, my. Exact same place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I know, right? It's business of show. There you go. Uh, you told us about GoEco, uh, technology service provider. Zuh. <laughs> Jonathan Massey, how do we get in touch with GoEco and Jacques Passelet? Well, I've got Jacques' personal cell phone number. What? Hey. Brian. That's right. I'm a man about town. Brian. <laughs> I know you hate that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But you dial 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. I got my one a month in there. I, I didn't mean <laughs> no, to. There's no, that's just over. <laughs> okay. Or you can visit his website at <laughs> goeco.nc.com or what is goeco.com for more information. For those of you listening at home, that was just buffering. That was not awkward silence. There you go. Okay, uh, why don't we? Uh, God, I, I got to tell you, I you recognize that this. <laughs> I recognize that this next artist is is pretty beloved. He's been doing it for a long, long time. I'm not sure I've ever asked him about or asked you about him, John Dawson. So let me just play it first, mm-hmm. and you tell me what you think about him. Here we go. It's Rod Stewart. The song? It's the intro to one of his big radio hits. Is it Maggie Mae? Year? I mean, he's not playing this. Oh, it's not him. Well, he's singing, but he's not playing guitar. I didn't know he didn't play guitar. I want to say 71, Brian. Off the album? Every picture tells a story, Brian. Yeah. Every (laughs) picture. Dude, you well, just he was, made he me was, tingle, man. He was a member of the Faces, and Ron, they were a lot. The, his best work was with the Faces, and Ron Wood, before the Rolling Stones, is all over this stuff. He, Ron Wood plays guitar on this. Okay, I'm going to admit, not a Rod Stewart fan. Just not. A, and it's nothing against him. I can recognize that people yeah, you know, fine. are fans. Yeah. Exactly. You can't like everybody. Yeah, exactly. Not a fan, but I like this song. I actually yeah. like Maggie Mae. That's my only song that I like. With Rod Stewart with me, it's like it depends on the, everything with the faces I like. But How solo. in the world did you know 1971, every picture tells a story? He's cultured. I, 
It's one. Huh? It's one of those iconic albums that music nerds know about, whether they want to or not. Well, there you go, dude. Uh, Rod Stewart. Do you think he's sexy? No. Okay. I'm going to defend him on that song because in the song, it, it's the woman is saying it. He's not saying it about himself, but the way that chorus goes, people think he's talking about himself. It's, I thought he was talking about himself. It's the woman saying it, yeah. I, I've, I may have heard that song once or twice. Yeah, I'm not playing it because I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. You want me to play it? No. Okay. No. This is Maggie May, Rod Stewart. How old is he today over there, John Dawson? Seventy. Eight. Did you say 78? Jonathan Massey, how old is Rod Stewart? Mm-hmm. 79. Started to say 79, should have. Congratulations. Is that too loud? Way too loud. Oh. Just Sorry. a smidge. <laughs> Sorry about when that. When you make the deaf guy wince, it's too loud. <laughs> that's what, that's, dude, yeah. that's exactly how I knew. When Jonathan Massey pulls the headphones away. Helen you know. Keller is like, dude, that's a little obtuse. <laughs> a little obtuse. She signed it, though, right? Well, in a hand. Well, it's radio, so I was yeah. trying to help yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, let's not edit these. <laughs> You've never seen the movie. That's how she learned to sign the water in the hand. It's Jonathan Massey, you take a one to nothing lead, and now uh, we've got. I, I just don't even know. I'm not necessarily a fan of this rock icon who's coming up here next. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's Foster movie, Day in the Wind. <laughs> wow. First of all, anybody who gets offended by that isn't going to be able to hear it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, that's Pat Benatar. It is Pat Benatar's song. Shadows of the Night. Dude, play year. the ooh-ooh song. Album? Play the ooh-ooh song. Okay. Album? I don't know. Okay, year. Yeah, album's too hard. What about year? It's 82. Is it 82? Yes, it's yeah. 82. Let's see. If I get, I, I tell you what, I'm going to give you multiple choice on what album it's from, and you tell me. Knowing you is it, greatest hits. No, no, no. I've okay. actually got. Is it from Tropico? Is it from Get Nervous? Or is it from Heartbreaker? Get Nervous. All right, now play the Ooh Ooh song. For What's me. the name of it? Ooh Ooh song. It's called Ooh Ooh song. Yeah. It was a single. It was on MTV. It'll be on our greatest hits. Sounds like Guns N' Roses, doesn't it? Sure I do like it right now. I do like it. You like yeah. it? Indifferent. But yeah. Pat Benatar, Jonathan Massey. How yeah. old is she today? So we... 68. Uh, she is not 68, John Dawson. How old today is Pat Benatar? 69. She is 71 today. You like this, trust me. We talked about seeing this band. Oh, Hall and Oates? It's a weird intro to the song. You'll get it when it, the radio edit hits. Oh, Steely Dan. Yeah, baby. I Peg. love uh, no, it's Ricky. Ricky, don't lose that don't number. Don't lose that number. What year? Oh, God. 70-something. Um, Dude, you're on such a roll. 76. Please. 74. Okay. 1974 from the album. Katie lied with 72. So. Uh, 
I don't know. Pretzel logic. Pretzel logic. Yeah, there you go. My, I'm hurting your brain too much today, aren't I? Well, I, I just actually, Steely Dan didn't click for me until about four years ago. I okay. all of a sudden just finally got it. Okay. I, you're telling me there's a band that I liked before you that you end up liking? Because I yes. love Dude, I've, I always thought they were really too slick and overproduced. You said that before. But I, I always liked the song Do It Again because it sounded like humans playing in a room. But I, I kind of got it now. You know, I could have played nine songs that I like, but I, I love Ricky Don't Lose That Number. Okay, uh, Donald Fagan. Today is his birthday over there. His solo albums sound exactly like, I think you like them. They sound exactly like this. Well, who's the other part of Walter Becker, he yeah. died. Yeah. So, But I hear he's still t- touring as Steely Dan. As Steely Dan, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, how old today is Donald Fagan? 75. You say 75. Jonathan Massey. 76. Again. Born January the 10th, 1948. Hey, I do have a question. Really you, good. I was 76. <clears throat> I don't know if you like this artist, but I'm going to ask anyway, because I recently saw that there's a chance he goes on tour again, even though he did his last tour in like 2020. 2019, something like that. Bob Seger. Oh. I saw him with my dad. Once. I would see Bob Seger. When yeah. I was a kid, Bob Seger was like at the top of my dad's list. And he had that live album, Nine Tonight, and I have it memorized. I actually bought it on CD two or three years ago. Wow. But if he and it was on, an amazing show. If he goes on tour again, I'd love to see it because that's, that's one I've, I've always liked Bob Seger, but I've never really had the chance to. Yeah, he. I saw him with my dad at the Dean Smith Center. We had like sixth or seventh row. That was like to that to my dad as far as rock music. That's probably his favorite guy. That's it awesome. was great. Well, I got, dude. One of the things I did too, like I said, didn't get to do a lot of stuff with the bride on the honeymoon. So I spent a lot of time on my phone looking at videos when I wasn't playing poker. Uh, I watched a lot of the U2 uh, Sphere stuff, dude. So cool. I want to go back, dude. So bad. So bad. Maybe you can get back by the time Dave Matthews is in there. I'm singing in a ball. Wee! You gotta stop, dude. I'm, I'm singing. I can't do it. I wish I could do it. Hey, everything's round. Where's the corners of the ball? <laughs> you would oh. like the movie Just Go With It with oh. Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston because Dave dude, Matthews is in there. You're kind of making my chest hurt, dude. I'm not even playing. As a deeply closeted alternative lifestyle man that's married to a woman. Yes. And they do this couples game up on stage where you have to work together to get a coconut up to your mouth. Uh-huh. Well, they dropped theirs. Him, uh, Dave Matthews and his wife yeah. in the movie dropped theirs. So he, he squats down and picks it up with his, with his butt cheeks. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's a good Adam Sandler, too. Oh, my gosh. So you got that one, Jonathan Massey. So you lead two to one. Uh, we've got our one non-musician here. Uh, and I love him, man. I don't know how y'all feel about him. Jay-Z. No, no, this is a non-musician. Right. Jay-Z. <laughs> Aha! You earned that. You'll give you one one more. Come on. Uh, there you go. You're Wow. He was a boxer, uh, probably boxed as long as anybody. He had a grill named after him. Oh, it's Mr. Foreman. Genius. The man is a genius. Either him or his advisor is a genius. You know who was offered the grill first, but... I, yeah, I remember you telling yeah. us. Didn't get the voicemail in time. Was was off somewhere. Didn't check the voicemail when he got home. Hulk Hogan. I messed up on that, brother. 
Wow. Could not have happened to a better person. I know you don't <laughs> like him at all. You're not a fan, but at uh, all. but I like George Foreman. I mean, I he's very personal. <laughs> all of his children, you know what their names are? Francis. George. I know. <laughs> is that not all? I just that's a bit much, actually. I know, but it, it's funny. Uh, is it is it excessive? That's a little excessive. There you go. But those, uh, the, all kidding aside, those grills are pretty nice because all the grease and stuff runs out. You know. Yeah. And you remember how he set up the deal, and that was whether you said whether it was him or it was his advisor. Uh, advisors, yeah. They wanted to pay him a set fee. He said, no, no, no. What was it a dollar per grill? Something crazy. Like, Might have been a, a quarter per grill. No, no. I think it was what you said. I think yeah. it was like a dollar per grill. They sold so many and were losing so much money, they had to rework the deal with it. How are you losing money? Well, not losing money per se, but they, they just weren't, weren't making more. enough. They weren't making enough. Yeah, greedy sons of. But uh, believe commerce. me, he's, dude, he's close to being a billionaire. Well, good for him. Oh, I, I, God bless him. I think it's awesome. But I mean, I just thought that was. I haven't seen a, a George Foreman grill in a while. I haven't either. I like the idea of Bezos <laughs> and um, Bill Gates at the country club having to deal with uh, George. I like that. That makes me feel good, actually. It does me too. Yeah. It does me too. But uh, George Foreman over there, uh, John, yeah, Jonathan Massey. How old is it? You lead two to one. How old is he today? Seventy-five. Wow. Indeed, he. Maybe I don't have mine up loud enough. Is that really loud, to y'all? No. It's fine. That's that's fine. Okay. That's perfect. Hey, dude, he is seventy-five today. He was born January tenth, nineteen forty-nine. You've already clinched today, three to one. Uh, we've got a musical hint here at the end. I can't remember if you're a fan. I th- I'm pretty sure I played him before, uh, John Dawson. But we will see. In fact, I think you are. Here we go. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Jim Croce. First, we must acknowledge that our son yeah. got the song right. Yeah, it is Jim Croce. Jonathan Massey. What in the world? I listen sometimes. Well, this was another Forrest eight-track classic. So is this a good Forrest Dawson birthday he, game? He then? had a box of eight tracks in the car, and there would be Bob Seger, and there was Running on Empty, and then there was this. I think this was Time in a Bottle. The collect- it's probably the greatest hits. Uh, so. It's called Life and Times. Yeah. Was the album. Is that the greatest hits? Well, there's been 30, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Leroy Brown. I love this song. Look at Jonathan over here lip-syncing it. Meaner than a junkyard dog. That's awesome. What year? Didn't he die in 73? Uh, he died in 1973, yeah. But what year did this album come out? 72? 73. Oh, same year, yeah. But uh, how old would Jim Croce be today, John Dawson, if he had not died in I've already lost, right? Yeah, yes. he's already lost. 78. You say 78. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 79. He was born January 10th, 1943. So he would be 81 today. So Jonathan Massey, uh, wow, talk about a bounce back. You win yesterday 5 to nothing, John Dawson. You win today 4 to 1, Jonathan Massey. So it's tied 1 to 1 here after the first two birthdays. Oh, yeah, games. I'm sorry, 4 to 1. Yeah. <laughs> Very well played. Uh, hey, uh, nobody of note was uh, locally was born today. If it was your birthday, you don't matter. You don't matter According if today's to your Hanks. birthday. You know we're going to have some listener who's going to get in touch. It's Maris' birthday. These days. So. Today's Maris' birthday. No, she was born in August. Come on, oh. Brian. Hey. 
<laughs> got him. <laughs> yes, you World did. World star. You got Good Lord. <laughs> Have a great birthday if today is your birthday, although you don't matter. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Lenore Community. No. Goeco Technology Service Providers. Providers. <laughs> I promise you it is Goeco Technology Service Provider, singular. That's what Jacques Pasolek tells me anyway. Listen, as we are wrapping up this Wednesday, January the 10th edition of the Brian Hanks Show, man, uh, today, again, episode 998, man. We've had so much fun here on the show today with John and Jonathan there, with uh, Mike Martin in our first hour, with Matt Grantham here in our second hour. It's just going to get even more fun over the next couple of days. Like I said, today was episode 998. Tomorrow is episode 999. We're going to have uh, Donald Ingram on tomorrow. We're going to have, of course, our, our, our brother in arms, uh, Jason Bryant. We're going to try to get Wells Gulledge, uh, a couple other people too, as we're getting you ready for the Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase, which is this uh, Saturday at Kenston High School. One of the things I need to mention, too, and we'll mention several times during uh, all the games on Saturday, we need to get Brandon into the All-Star game, and you can help do that. Uh, go to uh, NBA.com. You can vote there uh, and vote many times. I believe you can vote every day for uh, Brandon. Uh, I know I've voted a few times. You can vote every day for him. And... Uh, <laughs> and uh we're going to be talking about it a lot on uh saturday at the uh, mlk uh, showcase too so uh, let's uh, get on there let's get him elected to the all-star game i know there's a it looks like a, a growing group of us that are going to be going up to indianapolis for all-star weekend anyway for uh for uh isaac parson and for jeremy dixon and winston-salem state uh they're going to be playing in a hbcu uh, classic game on Saturday, and I got to tell you, how freaking cool would it be to go up there and see IP and Jeremy and Amaji play in that game on Saturday and then get to uh, see uh, uh, Brandon play Sunday night in the All-Star game, and you, dear listener, can help do that. <coughs> I'll get more details about that in the next couple of days, but we need to vote, 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 and get, uh, get Brandon in the All-Star game. That's going to be a lot of fun. Listen, uh, again, thank you so much to uh, my guests that joined me here today. Mike Martin, I hadn't seen him since the wedding. It was good to hang out with him a little bit here at uh, our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio here on uh, Whitehall Drive. Uh, really appreciate him coming in. Of course, uh, Matt Grantham joining us on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. Like I said, tomorrow we are going to have uh, – we're going to be promoting the MLK – uh, we're going to have Jason Bryant here in the studio, John, Donald Ingram on the phone, and then Friday, episode 1000, the 1000th show of the Brian Hanks Show. Paul Whittington in our first hour, TGIF with IP, Brian North. We're going to have a couple other surprise guests for you there to join us here on the show. Listen, have a great hump day. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow, episode 999 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.